At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. Happy, fantastic Friday here on the Detroit City Cast. We got so much to get into here, including my sizzling Belmont picks. We'll get to those a little later in the show. We've got the LIV Golf League, that's all the hubbub of the golfing world. 17 PGA players, including guys like Dustin Johnson, Kevin Na, and others, have been suspended from the PGA Tour for going over to the LIV Golf League in London. They teed off. Charles Schwartzel is uh, winning it so far at 500. But, you know, the betting situation, uh, there's really no value to, you know, bet it right now because it's a different format. It's 54 holes. There's teams. It's this, you know, just weird scenario going on uh, with the PGA Tour, of course, uh, in Canada right now, the Canadian Open the week before the U.S. Open. We're going to, next week, I'll be up north covering the Michigan Open at Grand Traverse Resort and Spa. My man Jeff Lesson, he's going to join me on a show next week and really kind of break down his feelings, being a guy in the golf world for such a long time. He has the longest-running golf show in North America about what the LIV could end up being like uh, in a good way, in a bad way, uh, you know, both ways, and we'll get into that coming up next week. But, uh, you know, let's just start here before we get into the betting window with the Rangers, who were up 2-0, had all the momentum in the world, you know, and won five straight elimination games, got by Carolina, who was, you know, one of the best teams in hockey all season long. And now Tampa Bay, who did not play well at Madison Square Garden in game one and two. The Rangers had won eight of their last nine games at MSG until tonight. And the Lightning tied with the Rangers 1-1 in the third period. And they win the game 3-1, take that series lead. And now it's back to Tampa. And I'll just tell you, I still believe the Rangers can extend this series and get it to a Game 7, 
but boy, did they completely miss a, a huge opportunity to win their ninth of their tenth, ninth game in their last ten in MSG, take a big series lead and at least have the cushion to lose in Tampa, come back to Madison Square Garden for game number seven. Listen, they've won five straight elimination games. Gerard Gallant's one of the best coaches of the NHL, so I have faith in our Rangers that we gave out uh, for several games in a row here. We obviously lost the last couple with them, but have futures on them playing the Avalanche at 17-1 to in the Stanley Cup Final. All you got to do is get there. We gave that out uh, before the Carolina game number six. So that was that was uh, just an alarming situation. Well, I don't know if alarming is the right word, but frustrating if you're a Rangers backer like I am. They played so well. And to, you know, be in that game, they score first, that it's obviously a big goal by the Lightning to tie it up at one. But then until the, you know, late stages of that game, the Rangers played great hockey, so did Tampa Bay. And they obviously had some chances. And then Tampa takes care of it and gets that empty netter at the end. And that's all she wrote. Now they have a 3-2 series lead getting set to go back to Tampa uh, for a game over the weekend. And we're going to break that down coming up in the betting window. We've got a pretty good start with a couple of our golfers at the RBC. We'll update those odds too in a second. But just to let you know where everyone's at, Wyndham Clark, no one saw that coming. He's 7-under uh, to start the the tournament. And this is a guy that you know really hasn't done much since the first event of the year, the Amex. So I'm not really worried about Wyndham Hill being a factor, but we have Tony Fina in the top five. He was four under, shot a 66. Uh, we have Sebastian Munoz, who's right kind of in a spot where he needs to be, as he's a guy that can always go low. He's minus one, obviously six off the lead, but he has an early start, uh, you know, today on Friday, and let's say he has a four or five hundred day, he could be right in the mix over the weekend. Terrell Hatton was terrible, uh, unless he has a good day today, he's probably going to miss the cut, but still have a chance with my man Brendan Todd. Brendan Todd actually was looking like he was gaining some momentum on his back nine. Ended up finishing one under with a 69. He's tied for 25th. He will tee off at 744. We obviously, you know, have a top five on Brendan Todd and an outright on Brendan Todd. So feel pretty good as we as I mentioned. 33 of the last, I'm sorry, 37 now of the last 39 golfers have made the cut, and the high majority of them, including guys like Zalatoris in the PGA Championship, of course, could have won it uh, last week with Joaquin Neiman, the only guy that was really challenging for a while, other than Aaron Wise, the eventual leader, Billy Horschel. We've had a, a t- the majority of guys definitely in the top 20, many in the top 10, and a bunch of the top five, and a bunch of guys that gave us a good chance to win it outright uh, for our seventh outright of the season. We've had five pre-tournament outrights this year, including Cam Smith, uh, and Joaquin Neiman, and we also had one, uh, I think it was before the second round, I, or before the, the third round, excuse me, that I gave it out with Sam Burns. So I feel good about this weekend, the week before the U.S. Open. And of course, we have a lot of stuff to get to with the U.S. Open next week. I'll have tons of selections for you, matchup stuff, outrights, top fives, top tens, top twenties, different props. It'll be a lot of fun at Brookline starting next Thursday, Thursday leading in to Father's Day. All right, let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. It's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And as I've told you, check out all the different boosts and props at Bet Rivers when you log into the app or log into the website. There'll be a bunch of stuff coming up for the Stanley Cup Finals. We've got a, a bunch of things for the NBA Finals. And you always want to check out the different specials they have there, as well as I mentioned the odd boosts. And I'm just looking at a couple of the specials right now for game five of the or four of the NBA Finals, which is coming up later tonight. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson needs to record over four and a half three-pointers uh, in game four. That is yes, plus 440. Remember, they both were pretty good from three in game number three. And how about this one? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to combine for over 75 and a half points 
rebounds and assists. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but when you're, you're adding in points, rebounds, and assists, it's not that crazy. That's why the yes is minus 118. So always check out that stuff at Bet Rivers as well. Tigers are back to work tonight at Comerica Park. Uh, they will play the Toronto Blue Jays. We talked about this game a little bit yesterday. You've got a, a pretty interesting pitching matchup in this sense where you look at the Tigers who are going to throw Elvin Rodriguez, who allegedly was tipping pitches against the Yankees last time out. He's got a terrible ERA now, 0-1, 10.13 ERA. But uh, you've got Berrios for Toronto, 4-2, a 5-2-4 ERA. Seems like a real opportunity for an over. And right now at Bat Rivers, the Tigers are plus 180, Toronto minus 215, run line Detroit plus 1.5, minus 104, Toronto minus 1.5, minus 130, the total 9. Over minus 105, under minus 114. There were some eight and a halves. I still like it at nine, and I'm giving you a half unit play on the over. I think there's going to be 10, 11, 12, maybe even more runs scored on a decently warm night in the 70s at Comerica Park. So I have a half unit play on the over. I'm staying away from the game itself. No way I'm laying the 215 on Toronto. And the Tigers, obviously, with Elvin Rodriguez, obviously, you would think would have a much better start after how terrible he was against the Yankees. Uh, you know, there's no value there plus the 180 or on the run line. So it's just a half unit play for me with Toronto and Detroit going over the nine runs right now at Bet Rivers, minus 105. Let's take a look at what is coming up for Rangers and Lightning game number five. That'll be Saturday at 8 o'clock down in Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay if you're a Buccaneers fan. Lightning minus 182, Rangers plus 155. Lightning minus 1.5 plus 150. Rangers plus 1.5 minus 180. The total 5.5 over plus 120. Under minus 141. And of course, game number four easily went under. And I had kind of leaned on the over in that game. And this time you got plus 120 on the over. I'm going to stay away from the total. But let's just talk about where we're at with the series as far as the odds are concerned. You know, you look at what's going on with Tampa Bay and how they've you know completely gotten themselves back into this series. They've won three in a row. It's so tough to beat a team three in a row. It's definitely even tougher to beat a team four in a row to be down 2-0 and win the series at six. I mean, I know we've given this out in the last couple games, and I gave, I gave you four straight Rangers wins, and they were all uh, underdogs in those games. I mean, one game, they were minus 108 uh, in, in this run. But the values on New York, you know, 5-0, and oh, five straight elimination games under Gallant. He loves his team. Not that he wants them to be with their backs against the wall, but he loves the way they play with their backs against the wall. So to me, I mean, the, the play is the Rangers plus the 155. There also is a three-way line. We've talked about three-way lines before. Rangers to win this game in regulation is plus 245. For it to go to overtime is plus 325. And then the Lightning to win it in regulation are minus 107. I think there's some value on the Rangers on the three-way line as well. So I'm going to do a half unit play myself on the Rangers uh, plus 245 on the three-way line. And then a full unit on the Rangers money line. I believe the Rangers are going to win this game and extend this series to beat a team four in a row. they got to score the first goal, you would think. Uh, but the value's there. I mean, I, I don't think that this is like a very... I don't feel incredibly confident about this because it's the NHL. We know how tough it is. But to win four straight against a team as good as the Rangers, as good as Shesterkin, who was great for, what, 87 92% of the game in game number four, uh, or game number five, excuse me, I think that this is a, you know, a zigzag theory kind of play. Go back with the Rangers in this one in game number 
five, uh, or game number six, excuse me, in Tampa Bay, uh, Saturday night at 8 p.m. Let's take a look at the current NBA Finals line. That'll be uh, coming up later tonight. Or I said, uh, Saturday's the game five or the game six for the Rangers. I said that earlier. I just want to make sure I'm not confusing anybody here. E even the best get confused. Uh, but Warriors game four is tonight against the Celtics in Beantown. Warriors plus four minus 109 at Bet Rivers. Celtics minus four minus 112. Moneyline Boston minus 175. The Warriors plus 143. The total 214. Uh, is over minus one or nine. Remember this open two fifteen, and we've seen that was the highest opener for a total. We've seen totals get as high as two fifteen, like in game one, but definitely not to open there. It opened, I believe, in game one it was two twelve, and then went immediately to two twelve and a half. The over two fourteen is minus one oh nine. The under is minus one twelve. Let's talk about where the splits are at right now for game number four. You've got ninety one percent of the money on the Celtics money line minus that buck seventy five, and forty eight percent of the tickets. On the Celts money line, you have 66% of the money on the Celtics minus four and 46% of the tickets, just 30% of the money on the over and 64% of the tickets on the over. And we discussed this yesterday. This is the way I'm tackling this game. I, I believe in the Warriors to be able to come back in this series. We have a big play. Remember, three unit play on the Warriors plus 150 after game one. So I'm not going to go heavy on this one, but I just don't think Golden State's going to lose two in a row. They haven't, I don't think they've, they have not lost a game that after they lost the game in the playoffs, they have not lost that next game the entire time. They've been incredible of bouncing back. So, uh, and they, of course, did it in game number two. I think that Steph Curry, Clay Thompson have a big night combined. I think Draymond Green obviously is much better, could be much worse. And the value to me is a, a unit play on the Warriors plus 143. I would lean on the under in this one, but I, I'm not giving out a play on that just because, you know, we talk about game one and went easily over. I like the under in game two. You know, when you look at game number three, it was kind of right where it needed to be and, you know, ended up going over in the end. I think this is kind of a zigzag theory with a total where I would lean on the under and that's kind of where it's going. It was 215 and now it's going down to 214. But for me, I'm staying away from it. That's just a guide for you. I always give you a guide and give you my leans, but I only give you my official selections when I want, you know, when I deem them worthy of giving you my official selections. We've talked about this many, many different times on the, on the show and it's very important. And it's one of the things I love about doing this show, aside from the fun we have and the, the guests and the, the, the winning and all that stuff, is that I want to teach you the best I can from people that have taught me and, you know, from my own beats. It's like, a, you know, a rounders re redo uh, or a rounders reset um, that you just don't have to bet on everything and you don't want to bet on everything. So you might want to just go crazy and, you know, take the money line, take the total, do a bunch of player props. That's fine. But to me, just because it's an NBA Finals game, you don't have to always bet everything. And to be honest, you don't have to bet the game itself. Maybe, you know, like I said, you listen to me, and you have big series money on, on the Warriors, stay away from the game. Hope the Warriors win, tie it up. You got a tremendous amount of value at the plus 150. He's going to go right back to probably Warriors minus money if they win this game and tie it up, going back to Golden State, tie the series up, going back to Golden State for game number five. So it's a one unit play for me on the Warriors money line plus 143. I have no issue if you want to just do that on the spread as well. I just think the values on the money line of the Warriors will tie this series up. Boston, remember, still very little experience in the NBA Finals. The Warriors have a ridiculous amount. I think they're in the one like 70s game-wise now. Uh, and the Celtics are just in like the 30s, low 30s, whatever it is. So to me... The Warriors will tie this up, go back to Golden State, and then Game 5, much like Game 5 in the Rangers-Lightning Series, is going to be so pivotal. And I, I don't know the numbers right here, but in a tied NBA series, 
the winner of game five, I believe, wins the series like 74 or so percent of the time. It's something like that, especially when it gets to like the NBA Finals and the Conference Finals. It's even a higher number than the averages, of course, in the other round. So that could be a pivotal, pivotal game that we'll be discussing, uh, you know, coming up over, uh, I, I believe, game number five would be Sun or game number six, excuse me, uh, game number five um, would be Sunday night. I just wanted to double check the schedule because the NBA definitely is. Uh, stretched out the, the finals. I'm sorry, it is it is Monday, so we'll have a chance to discuss that on the Manic Monday show. Uh, but we got game four tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, a little Friday night final. I don't really remember a lot of NBA Finals games being on Friday nights. I mean, normally you would definitely have games uh, on Sundays and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, maybe some Wednesdays. I don't really remember a lot of NBA Finals games in my lifetime being on Friday nights, but that's the way this schedule has worked out for this year's 2022 NBA Finals. All right, let's take a quick look at golf here. When we look at the current odds right now, Matthew Fitzpatrick, the favorite. Remember, he went out and started by burning four of his first five holes, and Fitzpatrick ended up finishing with a 64 600, so he's one off the lead. He is the favorite right now, uh, live betting at Bet Rivers. He's plus 350, Rory McIlroy. And this is what shows you that the odds makers believe that the cream's going to rise to the crop in this field. Rory McIlroy is three off the lead, but he is the second favorite at Bet Rivers and other books at five to one. Harold Varner the third, of course, we had a few weeks ago, had a great chance to give us a huge profit and just fell apart on hole number 12. Remember, he went double, triple, double. Uh, bogey, this, uh, don't even remind me about that. Uh, but Harold Varner the third is the third favorite. He's plus uh, 900. Sam Burns, you know, this just shows you the respect level you're getting for Sam Burns. He is tied for ninth. He is a full four shots off the lead. He is 11 to one to win this tournament and, and go back to back in, in events that he's played in. Uh, Shane Lowry as well, 11 to one. Our man Tony Finau has the fourth best odds right now at 11 to one. Scotty Scheffler, 14 to one. Justin Thomas, 16 to one. The leader, current leader, Wyndham Clark, 16 to one. Not a lot of faith in him. A lot of times, if you had a guy like uh, you know a Rory or a Scheffler or Finau leading the tournament, their odds would be like five to one right now, as opposed to uh, where Wyndham Clark's are at 16 to one. A guy that you don't really trust to sleep on that overnight lead. And then as far as our other guys are concerned, Brennan Todd is an 80 to 1, not much more than we got him at. And Sebastian Munoz also 80 to 1. I think there's a lot of value. Even if you just want to take uh, Munoz as a top 10 play, uh, I think there's a lot of value there. But 80 to 1, if you haven't already taken Munoz, we've discussed how, you know, I'm going to give out my golf plays on Wednesday. And this is the, the situation we've been talking about for a few weeks where let's say you ended up not taking one of my guys and you know, maybe for monetary reasons or you didn't agree with me or for whatever, but you see the way that Munoz played and you see the way that Munoz is capable of playing and it always can go low and definitely, uh, you know, after a decent round, go really low the next time out. This is where you have to take a guy like Munoz because if he has a nice day on Friday, today, he's going to go way down from 80 to 1, maybe to 40 to 1, 30 to 1 or, or lower. And then the same thing if, if you like my play of Brendan Todd, he's an 80 to 1. And Brendan Todd, you know, he gave one back late in his round, but he's right there as well. I mean, Todd is one under. Yeah, he's six off the lead, but has an early start with Munoz. And this is where things could really start happening with, you know, softer conditions early on uh, right outside of Toronto at St. George's Golf Club. So that is where our guys are at. As I mentioned, Terrell Hatton is uh, definitely going to probably miss the cut. So, uh, you know, I can't give us, a, you know, guys every single time that are going to make the cut. But we've had 37 to 39 make the cut, so that's not terrible. Uh, he's 350 to 1. If you're wondering about Terrell Hatton, I really thought he was going to get off to a good start, but that did not happen. And, you know, Hatton is way, way, way down 
the leaderboard. And listen, things could go really well for him, uh, you know, on this Friday round, and, and maybe he's able to get his, his, his act back together uh, and, and find a way to make the cut. But he's four over, tied for 116th. He does tee off early as well at 724. All right, that's trip to the Motown betting window. It is brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And coming up straight ahead, my Belmont picks. You know that I've given you a lot of horse winners over the last couple of years. I want to do it again. Uh, we're going to kind of break down the Belmont race itself and also let you know I will be giving plays throughout the day on my Twitter, as I always do, and I post a lot of tickets on there of the other races because I know that maybe some of you may be listening for the first time here, never heard me talk about horse racing before or Triple Crown horse racing. Some people, and I know i got good friends that are learning the, you know, the horse racing game, that don't realize that there are multiple races a day at the track. Obviously, this is at Belmont up in, in New York. The Belmont's just one race. It's a full card of racing. And sometimes, and we saw this with the Preakness, and I think we're going to see this again with the Belmont. Sometimes you have much better value in the other races, the undercard races, which some of them are not as big as the Belmont or the Preakness or the Derby, but very close to that and have a ton of money in the, the pool for what they're going to be paying out in that race. You can make a lot more money on the other races than just trying to put all your money on a big play in the Belmont. So we're going to kind of discuss that. I'm going to give you my plays on the Belmont, but I'll be posting that stuff as I always do on my Twitter at DanLeach971 uh, throughout the day on Saturday. I'm going to Northville Downs with my friend Judge Dredd and some others. And then we got a big uh, Belmont party at our good friend's house that hosts it every year. So that should be a lot of fun on a beautiful Saturday uh, here in the D. We'll get to that coming up straight ahead right here on the Fantastic Friday edition of the Detroit CityCast brought to you by Bat Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. All right, let's get into it. Belmont Stakes Race 11 at Belmont Park. It'll lift off around 6.44 Eastern coming up on Saturday. And listen, it is no surprise that there is a lot of excitement about Rich Strike, who, of course, didn't run the Preakness. I hate that happens these days. You know, not the morning line favorite. That actually goes to We the People. But Rich Strike, an 80-1 shot, who barely made it into the Derby, got it as an alternate, and now is the second favorite. And I don't, I don't believe that Rich Strike will be the favorite on Belmont Stakes Day. I mean, we'll have to see what happens when the pool's open and, and the lines obviously change. But to me, when you look at the shocking winner of the Kentucky Derby and going, you know, the length of the Belmont, the longest in, in, in sports, or the sports, the longest in horse racing, uh, to me, it's about fading Rich Strike. I mean... I know the workouts have been going good. I guess there's been reports that, it, that Rich Strike's been very kind of arrogant and kind of diva-ish in its, in its workouts. But, you know, it's a come-from-behind, uh, you know, runner that that won the Derby, you know, at a distance in the Belmont. It's normally been won by horses that are closer to the lead, unlike in the Derby when you have the 20-horse field or 19-horse field, and then, you know, he was able to come by up a center and, and by the two favorites, Zandon, and, and just a brilliant ride. Um, by the jockey, I just think that Rich Strike is not worth. There's no value there. We'll see what the line ends up being on on um, Belmont Day, but I'm not going to even back up any of my wagers with Rich Strike. 
and, and as I was saying before the break here, this is unfortunately not that great of a betting race. I mean, it's not, let me, let me rephrase that. It's not like it's a five horse field, you know, at, at Santa Anita. It's a decent betting race. But the Derby this year was like five times to 10 times as valuable as a betting race as this one, the wide open Derby. The Preakness to me was less of a value than this race, but very close. And the money to be made, I believe, on Belmont Stakes Day is going to be in the other races. And even on Friday, the New York Stakes and some others. As I mentioned, I'll have my picks up there for you if I like stuff on Twitter, Daily Chinese 71 So it's not like this is a race where you really want to just bang the crap out of it. But I think there can there there is some money to be made. But I'm going to fade Rich Strike on all accounts. And this is who I like. There's a couple horses I will have in first place, whether it's, you know, Exactas. I have one horse that will be heavier in Exactas and Tries and Supers. And then I have another that will be a little lighter. And to me, the horse that I like the most is Mo Donegal, who is going to be one of the favorites, one of the, at least the three favorites, uh, you would think, uh, along with We the People and Rich Strike. And we'll see how, because the public is going to go crazy on Rich Strike. It could make Rich Strike the favorite. We'll see. But to me, it's Mo Donegal. Didn't put in a bad effort in the Derby. Ran fifth, especially after a pretty, you know, tardy break from the rail. His best races have come in New York, of course, where the Derby's being, or the Derby, the Belmont Stakes is being held. This could be a huge day for Mo Donegal. And listen, coming into the Derby was extremely highly regarded, you know, on his home turf now. And it's also interesting that the last win for Mo Donegal was a victory over the eventual Preakness Stakes champion, Early Vonin. And he could leave the gate as the favorite. Like I said, he could. And I definitely think he can win. I wouldn't. I'm not going to love Mo Donegal if he's below 2-1, to one, but I, I believe you're going to get at least 2-1. to one. So obviously you got to monitor things. As I mentioned, the pool's open, things can change. But it's a morning line of 5-2 to two for Mo Donegal. So that's the horse that I am definitely taking in the majority of my exact tries and super plays. But then I also do like We the People. And, you know, we're getting another short price. That is the morning line favorite. You know, this is a horse that really started off his career in very high regard, back-to-back uh, wins, got him a spot in the Arkansas Derby. You know that was he was the second choice there. That race was not a good one for him. Looked like a mess before the race started, and definitely wasn't fast enough to get things going. Uh, but rebounded a great way in the Peter Pan, which got him into the Belmont. Uh, you know a gate-to-wire score with ten, you know by basically ten lengths. So, you know this is a, a horse that I believe pedigree-wise has it. He also gets the rail as far as the post position goes, which is the shortest way around of the Belmont and the longest race of the Triple Crown. And it appears that this, you know, that we the people might just be the only natural speed horse in this race. So if the win of the Peter Pan wasn't fluky, I think we the people can win this as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do exactas with both we the people and Mo Donegal. And I'm probably going to do some by themselves. And if you're wondering, uh, you know, the, the We the People is the one horse and Mo Donegal is the six horse. And then I'm going to put, you know, for example, the first exact, and I'm going to lay this out on my Twitter. So, you know, maybe it's a little harder for you to hear it now and you'll be able to see it on my Twitter. But if you don't, you know, have Twitter or don't want to deal with that on Saturday, I'll, I'll just explain it the best I can, at least exactas and tries. I'm going to put in the, my main exacta the one horse and the six horse, Mo Donegal, and we the people as the winners and also in second place. And then I'm also going to put in second place Rich Strike, which is the four, Nest, which is the three, Creative Minister, which is the five. And that's going to be the main 
Exacta I have. I also will use an Exacta with just Mo Donegal with Barbara Rowe, the eight horse, in second place. Uh, also with Creative Minister, the five horse, in second place. I will leave Rich Strike off that one and then also use Nest, the three horse, in second place. And for tries, I'm going to do a very similar strategy. I'm going to do one main try with both We the People and Mo Donegal in first and second and third. And then in second and third, I'll use, of course, Rich Strike, Creative Minister, uh, Barbara Road, and Nest, and do the same in third place. And then Supers are going to be a little tricky to explain uh, on a show, so you'll have to just look at my tickets when I post them on my Twitter at Daily 97 But to me, that's how you can make some money in this race, is hoping that we the people, and or you know we the people or Mo Donegal win this race, and then the other one finishes second, and then in the tries, you get maybe a little longer price. I mentioned Barbara Rhodes, a 10 to 1 morning line, but I, there's a chance that Rich Strike goes off as the favorite. And if Rich Strike goes off as the favorite, and we get either We the People or Mo Donegal, even if Rich Strike in that main exact is in second, there could be some money to be made. Whenever you beat the favorite in horse racing, if you don't know, I mean, it takes away money from the pools of people that put, of course, a lot of money to make them the favorite, whether it's in exactas, whether it's in tries, and obviously in the win place and show pools. So that's where I'm at with this. I think that it's a race to fade Rich Strike. I think Rich Strike definitely has a chance, but it's an eight-horse field. It's the longest length of any of these Triple Crown races. A lot of these horses have never really gone this way, this length before. And I just think that Rich Strike isn't the kind of horse, like, this isn't a derby kind of run where you can come from behind that, you know, this long of a distance this is where I think you got a horse like Mo Donegal and We the People that can get the lead earlier, be on the on the lead lap, kind of the way that you saw Essential Quality and uh, Zandon uh, as part of the or epicenter, excuse me, in Zandon in the Kentucky Derby. That's the way I feel this race will go for We the People and Mo Donegal. I believe they'll be right there in the front. You could even see Ness in the front, and then they're able to take it away from him. That's why I like Ness in second place in one of those exactas. So that's that's the way I believe you can make some money in this race. But as I told you. Just because it's the Belmont Stakes and it's a triple crown race doesn't mean that's where the one you want to put put all your money in and the most money in. Some of these other races are going to be where you can make a lot of cash because you can get a nice price horse. You know, there's going to be different horses in, in races that are favorites that shouldn't be. There's going to be different horses in, in, in races that are long shots that shouldn't be. And you can make a lot of money with how big the pools are going to be uh, throughout Friday and Saturday at Belmont Park. So stay tuned to my Twitter Check it out at Danley Chinese 71 That's going to do it for us here today on this fantastic Friday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Thanks so much for being with us. As always, please continue to rate, subscribe, and share with all your great peeps. I've learned so many people the last few weeks uh, since I've been back from Vegas that are listening to the show, that are enjoying it, that are taking my picks. I mean, I can't always give you winners, but I give you a lot. And to know that you're listening and, and sharing it with your friends and making some cash means the world to me. And programming note, I will be hosting on VEASAN uh, for 610 Eastern next Saturday on the 18th. So tune in to that. Really looking forward, as I always do, to hosting shows on the VEASAN Network. Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. Let's squash those tickets. Let's get an outright golf win. Let's win somebody in the Belmont. And let's get the Golden State Warriors to, you know, definitely uh, find a way to accommodate us with a big win later tonight in game number four. All right, until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the fight squatch. Wish you nothing but the best of the weekend. I'm out of here.